As the year draws to a close, the tendency to reflect on both triumphs and challenges can be overwhelming. In this second episode on our series on gifts we can give ourselves during the holidays and beyond, we'll explore the research and understand the importance of self-forgiveness and equip ourselves with practical tips and real-life examples to embrace the art of letting go and forgiving ourselves. Hello, I'm Nassim, and welcome to Becoming My Stronger Me, a podcast designed to help you become stronger in mind, body, and heart. Up until a few years ago, my journey was pretty linear, following a traditional path. And then, in a perfect storm of circumstances, I pivoted to pursue a more fulfilling and meaningful life. Join me as I share what I've learned about myself that's helped me to become my stronger me. As we approach the end of the year, the season of reflection is upon us. It's a time to celebrate the victories, cherish the joys, but also confront the shadows, the moments where we fell short, made mistakes, or perhaps let ourselves down. Think about the things we accomplished and the things that we didn't. Today, we're embracing the gift of forgiving ourselves, recognizing that self-compassion is a profound act of self-love. And before we delve into these practical tips and real-life examples, it's let's understand the research on forgiveness and how it applies to the relationship we have with ourselves. Research on forgiveness shows that it's a complex, multifaceted process. Whether forgiving ourselves or others, it involves acknowledging the pain, letting go of the resentment, and cultivating empathy. Psychologist Everett Worthington, in his book, Forgiving and Reconciling, explores the intricacies of forgiveness and its impact on mental well-being. The book dives into the multifaceted nature of forgiveness, emphasizing its importance in fostering personal and interpersonal healing. Worthington provides a framework for understanding forgiveness, drawing on psychological principles and real-world examples. The book not only talks about forgiving others, but it also places a significant emphasis on self-forgiveness, recognizing that it's an essential aspect of mental well-being. His framework involves several key elements. The model begins with acknowledging the offense or the wrongdoing. And in this case, when we're talking about reflecting on the year and thinking about ourselves, it might be goals we didn't accomplish, people we didn't get a chance to talk to, things we didn't check off our to-do list. And this step involves facing and accepting the reality of the hurt or the consequence related to the action or inaction. And then secondly, in the framework, following this acknowledgement, individuals are encouraged to make a conscious decision to forgive. 
This decision is a pivotal moment that reflects a commitment to let go of resentment and to really seek out healing in the process. The third component of his framework says that emotional forgiveness is a crucial component. And this emotional forgiveness involves the process of replacing negative emotions such as anger and resentment with positive emotions, empathy, compassion, and understanding. And oftentimes when we use these words, we use them in reference to other people. But the greatest gift here that we can give ourselves is having empathy, compassion, and understanding for ourselves. The next component here in his framework is for work on behavioral forgiveness. And behavioral forgiveness focuses on changing one's behavior towards the offender or the situation. And when we talk about the other, forgiving someone else, this might involve establishing boundaries, rebuilding trust, or fostering a sense of reconciliation. The next component in his framework is finding meaning. Worthington's framework emphasizes the importance of finding meaning in the experience. And this step involves really extracting the lessons learned and personal growth from the forgiveness process itself. So as we reflect on the year, when we take time to acknowledge maybe things that didn't go the way we wanted to, goals we didn't reach, how can we learn from that? How can we pull out the lessons, the opportunities for personal growth in the self-forgiveness process? Lastly in the model is reconciliation. And while reconciliation isn't always possible or even necessary, the model recognizes that in some cases, individuals may choose to rebuild a relationship with the offender. So how does this apply to self-forgiveness? Studies suggest that forgiving oneself is crucial for mental health and overall well-being. It's about releasing the guilt and the burden of the guilt and creating a space within ourselves for self-compassion. So why is it so important? Why is self-forgiveness so important, especially as we approach the end of the year? Well, holding on to guilt or self-blame can really have detrimental effects on us both short-term and long-term. It's something that we can carry into the new year as we're trying to set new goals. It can lead to increased stress, anxiety, and even physical health issues. So by learning to forgive ourselves, we open the door to true healing and personal growth. Maya Angelou says it beautifully. She said, it's one of the greatest gifts you can give yourself to forgive, forgive everybody. 
Self-forgiveness is a transformative process that can lead to increased self-esteem and a more positive outlook on life. So what are the key takeaways here? One is to acknowledge and accept. Start in your reflection process. Start by acknowledging and accepting a mistake that you made or a perceived failure. Accept that you are human and everyone makes mistakes. Imperfection is that truly shared human experience. Secondly, reflect on the lessons you learned from the experience. Learn and grow from every single one. Every mistake is an opportunity for growth. So what did you learn about yourself? How can you apply these lessons moving forward? Thirdly, practice self-compassion. Cultivate self-compassion by treating yourself with the same kindness and understanding you would offer a friend. Recognize that you deserve forgiveness just as much as anyone else. I encourage each of you to embrace the gift of self-forgiveness and remember that the forgiveness process is a journey. It's not a destination. You won't get there. But by forgiving ourselves, we will create the space for healing, personal growth, and a brighter future. Join me in the Becoming My Stronger Me Facebook group as we talk about questions and reflections from this episode, or send me a message on Instagram at StrongerMe, sharing your story, your questions, your reflections. I'd love to hear from you. Let's learn from each other and build a supportive community so that you can become your stronger you.